0: Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. New England Voices in Harmony is a local chapter of Harmony, Inc. based in Nashua, New Hampshire, and was founded in January 2000. Since officially chartering in April 2001, the chorus has competed at area and international contests, hosted numerous shows, and entertained audiences, audiences at a variety of community venues, including the Nashua Winter Stroll and the Nashua Silver Knights baseball team. Today, New England Voices in Harmony is composed of women of all ages from various parts of southern New Hampshire and northern Massachusetts. The chorus is active in the community and performs for a variety of audiences, including businesses, community, civic, or charitable organizations, church groups, and social clubs. We are so thrilled to welcome Lynn Grisak from New England Voices in Harmony Chorus. Hey, Lynn, how are you doing? I'm great. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for being here. So I wanted to start off with sort of the the genesis of the chorus and sort of what what prompted its founding.
1: The chorus was founded by two sisters who were very active in singing barbershop harmony. They um, grew up in a family where there was a lot of barbershop singing and heritage behind them and were active in a number of choruses themselves but really had a strong desire to bring a group of women together to, um, to focus on friendship, to focus on improving singing together and to create a real community uh, of, of song together. Uh, for, for many years, um, they co-directed uh, one of them subsequently left, and and for a while the other sister was there, uh, and and uh, still remains a member today.
0: Wow, what was that transition like for sort of handing down the reins? Were were you there when that happened?
1: I wasn't there for the for the very early days, but it every transition that the chorus has had has been fairly natural. Mm-hmm. Um, People who uh, have, have taken over leadership roles have typically been uh, people who have had a long-term exposure to the chorus. Our current director uh, was one of the founding members of, uh, of the chorus as well. And when, um, uh, when one of the founding directors was co-directing, was, uh, uh, was, was doing so with her for a while. And uh, so transitions happen. Um, people move away, people have life changes that cause them to uh, to step away. Uh, and we've been very, very lucky because we have a lot of very talented women in our organization who bring a lot, whether they're directing or whether they are participating in other ways. So uh, we've always been very lucky that we've had uh, talent and very easy transitions. Renee Tremac who is currently our director, has uh, been directing... Uh, for, for quite a while now uh, as the single director and uh, currently has her daughter, Samantha Traymack as assistant director. And that in and of itself is wonderful because Samantha has been singing with us since she was a very young girl. And uh, not only to have watched her grow up, but to now be in a position where she has so much musical talent and educational skills to offer to us has just been Tremendous.
0: That's awesome. How many members are in the chorus currently?
1: Well, it's interesting because we have about 50 members. I would say that about 12 of them are non-singing members. Frequently, it happens that um, people who have a long history of singing with our group can't continue for one reason or another. They may uh, move very far away. They may have health problems. But many of them really um, have a strong desire to continue that connection and remain members of the organization. So I would say that we have on the order of about 40 uh, singing members at this point in time. Although (laughs) I will say that this year we seem to be having a tremendously difficult time with people um, experiencing a lot of health issues and challenges. So we um We've been having on the order of twenty five to thirty people at a given rehearsal lately. We're uh, very anxious for people to to be on the mend and back with us because we know that not only we miss having them with us but but they miss the opportunity to be able to 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 be together and to be creating music.
0: yeah. What what in general are the age ranges of the members like how how young is your youngest and how old is your oldest?
1: Well, it varies over time. And, you know, people do grow up. We've we've had some we've had some very young members right now. We have several um, uh, high school aged um, young women and uh at least one who's in college um you know school-aged uh, members can pose some challenges they have very busy activities during the school year um our our college age member is great how, how dedicated she is about coming to rehearsals but of course it's very difficult she now has to travel a greater distance to come with us many uh of the women though are um are older than that. And, you know, maybe people like myself who, who found myself caught up in my work life and realized that some, something like music that I used to have in my life when I was younger, I had uh, let fall by the wayside. Uh, I was busy. I had children. I had my job. Uh, many, many things competing for my time and there came a moment when I stepped back and I realized that it was really important to do something for myself. And uh, I think many, many of uh, the women in the organization feel that way. Um, people come, you know, come to us with many different backgrounds and many different ages. Some people are retired, some people are still working full time. But I think everybody finds that even though it's it's work to come together and do what we do, it's the kind of work that really gives back to us.
0: Yeah, so I wonder, as you you know, you talk about people coming and going. If you can talk a little bit about what the process is like to audition for the chorus,
1: we like to encourage people to come and visit with us for uh, a few rehearsals before they decide to audition. Um, it's something that we all enjoy but we know it's not necessarily for for everyone and you know so we rehearse on Tuesday evenings uh, at the senior center in Nashua at 6 30 and we invite people to come and to participate get up on the risers if they if they feel comfortable doing so maybe sit uh, in a chair with the music and when they are ready to take that step our audition process has two components to it. The first um, is a is a pretty simple sorting process. It's a it's a one on one audition where uh, either the director or someone who is delegated uh, can evaluate the vocal quality. Um, evaluate what part might be a good fit Uh, do some very simple uh, vocal matching type exercises Um, have uh, the person sing a simple song whether it's happy birthday or uh, whatever it is Um, do a little simple movement Um, we don't do as many uh, elaborately choreographed uh, moves and presentation uh, skills as as maybe some do but we Feel that it's very important to be able to make um, movements that complement the message of the song, and so um, some people are more challenged than others. I, I know I have to practice a lot sometimes to 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 uh, to, to to be able to move properly, but um, that's that's a component of that first step as well. If um, once the, once a person passes that part of the audition, then. They know what specific part um, they will be focused on and uh, are given uh, learning tracks and music so that they can learn an audition song. Um, This part of the second part of the audition really is about singing in a quartet. And that's uh, not intended necessarily to expect every person who auditions will be perfect But it is really helpful to know whether over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks um, practicing with people, whether uh, there's the capability to learn music, whether um, uh, you can hold your part. Whether, um, you know, whether you have the ability when you lose your way in the song, as we all do now and then, whether you can find your way back. And um, and so that's uh, it can be a very daunting part of the audition process. I mean, it's it's it, it is not um, it isn't it shouldn't be scary because really just the music team is listening and, and with all the best goodwill in the world wants everybody to succeed. Um, but I, but I've seen some very, very confident people be very shaken, um, by, by that process. But, um, but we all make it through and we get out the other side.
0: Absolutely. So I wonder in any given year, how many members are you taking on? How many members retire? How, how does that work?
1: Well, uh, you know, again, it varies very much. Um, and the way we we, we get members uh, also can vary. Um, sometimes we uh, are exposed to people when we're out giving performances. Sometimes we have formal membership programs. You know, typically our, our, our membership growth has not been very, uh, very strong. I would say that, you know, a, a strong year would be a six new members. It's probably more typical to have two or three new members in the course of a year. Um, and we have been in a growth mode, I would say, over the past um, uh, five to seven years, uh, but it does ebb and flow, and, and we definitely have had uh, a number of people moving away and 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 having circumstances take take them away from from us. It's um, yeah, it's always hard to lose people, um, but one of the reasons why we try to be a little bit deliberate in the um, audition and the membership process is we want. To to make sure that it's a good mutual fit. It's um it's hard it's hard on us when we lose members. We you know it's it's a it's an emotional investment as well as an important voice to have uh, on the risers and as a part of our uh, our singing endeavors.
0: Totally. Well, I'd love to shift gears and talk some about the music and how you decide what songs you want to bring into your rep in a given given year and how you do you retire songs how does that work
1: we do um, we try to keep a pretty constant repertoire of songs that uh, give us the flexibility to do hour long performances and so what that means is that we typically have about an hour's worth of holiday songs and an hour's worth of not holiday songs yeah. <laughs> and um, and the way we choose our songs um, is, you know, it's 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 a thoughtful process. We we do um, we do ask members to contribute ideas. Um, we we do want to get suggestions from a lot of different voices within the the chorus, so that we have a variety of considerations to bring. We try to keep a a good mix of uh, uptunes and ballads. Um, We love singing ballads, uh, Mm -hmm. but we know that uptunes are a little bit more flexible for our performances. Uh, uh, And um, what we will frequently do is think about... um, having a good mix of songs that are relatively easy, but also we try to pick songs that have a particular challenge for us. So we may choose something that has a a rhythm that we would like to master a little bit better or, or, or something like that. Um, You know, we, we um, uh, are frequently working on um, trying to bring deeper emotional, Messages to the way in which we sing songs, and sometimes that can be uh, ballad oriented, but c- it can also be a little bit theoretical in terms of telling a uh, an uptune type of a, a story. And as I mentioned about hmm, myself, not all of us are are naturally uh, actors who can bring those stories to life. And so it takes uh, takes a little bit of work. It takes a little bit of digging, but in many ways, it's such a um, such an important part of what we do that we're allowed to experience such a range of emotions in the songs that we sing. Um, you know, as, as, as we all typically go through life, you, you, you're you holding it together, you're putting one foot in front of the other, you're doing what you need to do. And when you sing a heart-wrenching ballad, you can, you can really... Um, feel and experience that despair and when you are singing some kind of very silly uptune you can you can feel giddy in love in a way that maybe you've never felt in your real life but but you know you you in that moment get to experience it so it's really fun um some of our songs are are um are very traditional uh, but we try to um mix things up and have some um traditionally arranged barbershop but also uh, more contemporary a cappella. We sing um, Disney songs. We sing gospel songs. We sing country western songs. We sing we love to sing songs about friendship and the way we lift each other up because um, to us uh, singing together is really really important but the sisterhood that we create from these women who are are very different um is 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 what is most important of all
0: totally so i wonder you know is there any are there any tunes right now that you are adding to your repertoire that are particularly like sticking out to you that are feeling really meaningful at the moment
1: well um as 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 you likely know we we've been fortunate enough to twice have been uh champions at harmony incorporated and when uh when that happens uh you're not uh able to compete the next year but what you do is you um have the opportunity to to showcase some other music and one of the one of the things that um, we did at international contests this year is um, we we sang an arrangement of uh, a song from the show Dear Evan Hansen called "You Will Be Found." Oh, love it. Um, it was it was a particularly meaningful song for us, not just because we we always feel that we have each other's back and that we are there for each other. But, but because as we stood on the stage at international, we were very aware that we're, we're down in numbers. We, we, you know, even just uh, a week prior to contest, two separate people in the chorus ended up in the hospital and unable to come with us. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we know that that experience is, is not unique to us. And so, we felt that it was very special for us to sing uh, uh to remind people how how much support there is out there for us all if only we know to ask so that, that's that was a um, a particularly meaningful song um you know but but we you know we like to sing the fun songs too <laughs> <laughs> And it's uh, it's it's good it's good to uh, it's good to mix it up. But you know we um we sing a lot of performances um, and and uh, lively the lively songs. You know, really kind of uh, bring bring people to a lively place. And I think that that is also that is also important.
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned contests, and I wonder if you can talk a little bit about your sort of current plans for, for competing and where you are in that process?
1: Well, New England voices in harmony has throughout its history really, um, competed, uh, whenever it can. Uh, we, we feel that going to the contests provides us with an opportunity to, to show our mettle to, to, um, um, to, to measure where we are in terms of our um, in terms of our our progress uh, and and um, you know in the harmony incorporated organization I would say that uh, there's there's so much improvement that happens year after year after year and competing with one another. Um, you know, is, is something that's done with the warmest friendship and in a way that, that continues to raise the game of everybody in the organization. It's, um, it's something that, um, you know, we, we, we do in our local area in the spring. And if we qualify, um, we, we'll go to international. So we're looking forward after after a year of being champions, which is great in its own way, but we're looking forward to uh, to to getting back to to contest and um, to having the opportunity to see to see what we
0: uh, we can do. Yeah, that's awesome. As you look towards competition, do you? I don't know. I guess you have to shift focus on on sort of your priorities. Your putting together a different kind of uh, rep, right? You're pulling together either from your existing rep or you're putting, um you know, new things together in order to compete with. So I wonder like if you can talk a little bit about how that's different from your regular process, if it is at all. Well, I would say that it's, that it's really only different in
1: that as we move closer to contest, we focus more on those particular songs. We, um, we always bring in coaches now and then the coaches tend to work on the contest songs simply because those are the songs, uh, where we can showcase particular skills that we're bringing. But it's our goal, of course, to try to bring that to everything that we sing. And there are, um, you know, there are always new techniques that we are interested in trying. We have um, we have something new that we're we're starting off uh, now that I think is going to be fabulous. We uh, we've all been um, assigned. I won't say randomly because I'm sure there's been thought put into it, but we've been assigned into quartets. Yeah. And so I'm a baritone, so I'm in a couple of them. You know, because we have more leads and more bases. But what what we're going to do is we're going to um, Uh, be coached as as quartets and so we're not necessarily together because we're a great vocal match but it's a great opportunity for each of us to practice being independent singers to really hear each of the other uh, three parts while we're singing and to have maybe some New relationships with with buddies in the in the chorus that we haven't normally spent some time with, and so um, we're always trying to think of things like that that, that mix things up a little bit, um, try and um, improve the the confidence and the capabilities of each individual singer, and uh, we think that that's good for for the for the whole ensemble.
0: Absolutely. So. I- I want to ask one more question before we wrap up our time together, which is what's coming up next. What are the next in the next month, two or so outside of contest, which is coming up in the spring. um, What what else does the course have going on?
1: Well, the course is always um, looking for opportunities to, to get out and, um, and uh, have performances. We also uh, are, constantly trying to think of other, um, smaller ways to share our music. Um, uh, we're exploring, for example, the idea of, um, providing, uh, singing, singing greetings. We've done that during the holiday season, but we're thinking that there are a lot of other times of the year when, um, singing, whether it's in person, or whether it's a telephone call, uh, would be a really special way for somebody to, to, to wish a loved one um, a particular greeting. So, you know, there's, there's always something going on. And it's, and it's always, uh, always very busy. Uh, it, it does seem like the year moves along very, very quickly, no matter what is happening.
0: Absolutely. Well, Lynn Grisak, it has been such a delight. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Oh, you're very welcome, and uh, we look forward to to try to welcoming anyone who would like to come and uh, and uh, see what it's all about.
0: Fantastic! That was New England Voices and Harmony chorus, Lynn Grisak. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio, with special shout-out to Sam Baker for audio assistance. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video, only at acaville.org.